0: Welcome into the lounge, standing in, really we're going to get replaced today in this episode by the Purple Chair Podcast. You're kind of driving by the lounge. You see the lounge, you wave, there there you are. That's sad when you drive by the lounge, you're like, not tonight fellas, (laughs) gotta go home, turn in early. Yeah, you're driving by the lounge today. What we have uh, is a little teaser of a new podcast as part of the overall Ravens Podcast Network, and this is the Purple Chair Podcast. Cassie Calvert has been working hard at this and is hosting this podcast, talking with a variety of people both in the organization and associated uh, with the organization. And uh, this is, just so fans know, this is going to be in a different feed in the lounge podcast so you're not going to get this podcast if you're already subscribed you've got to go and search purple chair podcast and then you sub- can subscribe there and get all the episodes uh, that are going to be there subscribe rate it review it share it with your family and friends uh but we first wanted to give you a little taste of that see this is the old teaser this is the hook get you with the hook uh-huh. and you're uh-huh. gonna love it and then you're gonna go there and subscribe so here you go with the purple chair podcast episode one Welcome to the very first episode of the Purple Chair Podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Calvert, and I'll be introducing you to the Ravens organization and the NFL in a way you've never heard before. Before now, when you've heard about the Ravens, the voices you've heard from are male, our head coach, our general manager, most of the media that cover the team. But there are a lot of smart, dynamic women in and around this organization who have really unique stories to tell and fresh perspectives. This isn't going to be women talking about how they cliche, quote, got jobs in sports or proving that they know the game of football. I already know that they know the game. This podcast will be an all access pass to all things Ravens like you've never heard it before. Okay, I'll get off my soapbox now because our first guest deserves your full attention. She's the queen of Ravens Twitter, Baltimore born and bred, and the first lady of the Baltimore Ravens. Here's Lacey DaCosta, a.k.a. Mrs. EDC. So, first of all, I think Ravens Twitter is going to lose their minds when they find <laughs> out about this one. They're going to be so excited, so thank Aww. you for joining me.
1: Oh, well my gosh, this is this is an honor. I'm psyched to be here.
0: We throw this expression around a lot here, but I think you really epitomize this more than anyone, and it's the footballist family, the Ravens family, we talk about those cliches a lot, but your family has really intrinsically been tied to this organization, and we'll get into that a little bit more later, but first, let's start with the obvious. Obviously, your husband is a general manager, mm-hmm. so it doesn't really get closer than that, so we'll start there. How did you and Eric originally meet?
1: Oh, gosh, okay, so quickly, qu- I'll tell the story as fast as I can, because it's a little <laughs> long, but basically, my dad was... Um, good friends with art and Pat Modell through, um, building the stadium. My dad's company, um, owned a building and supply company and Pat and art actually came into his office to pick out the brick for the stadium, which is so iconic and beautiful. And, um, so he, they just gelled like right off the bat. My dad had lost his father. And so art had become like this, um, father figure for him. And the last game at Memorial stadium, um, it was, uh, during the holidays um it was my senior year in college senior year? yeah and um I was home and we were down on the field and Eric was with Ozzy somewhere up above and he asked who I was and and Ozzy was like oh he's that's one of um Art and Pat's um friend's daughter and he's like hmm I'm gonna find out who she is like and um and so then we went to the, um, part, they had like a closing Memorial stadium party after the game. And so my dad and my mom and my um, younger sister, Maggie, and I were there and I was trying to find, I was actually a senior in college. So I was looking for a job and my, I was in a sociology major and I really wanted to get into, um, working in the public. And what I was doing at the time was working in a juvenile delinquent center. My dad was like, not, not having it. He was really (laughs) nervous about it. So I thought I'd work for him. And then he said, no, I think you need to do something on your own. So he's like, why don't you ask Mr. Modell if like there's something available? And I was so nervous. So I'm sitting next to him at this beautiful party and Jonathan Ogden's on the other side of Mr. Modell. And it was just like this like crazy, like surreal feeling the whole time. And I catch this guy looking at me from across the party, and I'm like, hmm, he's really cute. And I look at my sister, Maggie, and I was like, that guy's staring at us. And she's like, I don't know if he's staring at us. I think he might be staring at you. (laughs) Why don't you go get a drink at the bar? So I did, and I came back, and she's like, he's not looking at me. So anyway, I got up the nerve to ask Mr. Riddell if I could at least send my resume, and he was so gracious and wonderful. And he said, absolutely. So I was so excited. I'm getting ready to leave and I, I'm walking to the coat check and I see Eric following me and he comes up to me and he's about to say hello. And my dad, who's like six foot four, a big man, he's a little intimidating, but a a big teddy bear, puts his arms around me. He's like, you ready to go kid? And I was like, (laughs) oh shoot. So I never talked to him then, but we all, we walked out together. He was in front of us. He said goodbye to this, the security guy at the time. And it, it it was like this feeling like I had, like, he was just like, I was like, oh my gosh, like he is, the way he just interacted with that security guard, it was just like this warm feeling that I felt. And I lo- remember thinking to myself, he's not going away. I'm going to meet this guy again sometime, somewhere down the road. And six months later, I started working for the team and he was, I was working hard opening the stadium And he was a scout and he was off, like he was off pretty much the whole summer. So we really never connected until mid season that season. And, um, Aaron Cashman who was working in marketing was a friend of his and she, um, came up to me at, at St. Paul's place, which is where our offices were at the time. And she's like, I know somebody that wants to take you out on a date. And I said, I know. It's Eric (laughs) DaCosta. And she was like, What? How did you know? And I was like, I there's just a hit like there's a history there. And we had seen each other at a happy hour the first week that I'd worked for the team and he asked me if I was the new chick and I was like, Oh Lord, I mean this is the first time thing you're saying to me and I was like, Ugh, I don't know about this. But anyway, that's how we that's how we met. We went on our first date November eighth, nineteen ninety eight, after we played um the the Houston Oilers at the time, I wow. think. Yeah. Yeah. I have to ask Eric that, but I think that's... What, but November 8th is, like, our, our anniversary. Like, he... Yeah. he, That's his anniversary for us. He doesn't really count June 2nd. I do. Though we really got married. But that... We went to... Um, out in Federal Hill. We went on our first date. And then he left the next day for Michigan for two weeks. And I was like, whoa, this is bizarre. Like, because he was a scout. So right. he was literally home for the weekend for a home game. And... It just sort of took off from there, and I, we never looked back.
0: I love that your dad just swooped in there because I feel like that's, <laughs> like, the classic. Like, somehow your dad's going to get in the way of that first interaction. Oh, my God,
1: yeah. I mean, it was just like – and then my dad was my best friend. Um, you know, my, he passed away about eight years ago, but he was the biggest Ravens fan ever, ever, ever. Um, so, yeah, he definitely – and he loved Eric and just all of the inside and being able to – you know, enjoy the team through him and Art, so.
0: I think I heard you tell a story one time that Eric actually tr- asked your dad for your hand in marriage during a draft weekend, and your dad was, like, trying to get the draft scoop, and he's like, we have bigger, bigger mm-hmm. priorities here. Yeah, yeah.
1: It was actually, because remember, uh, w- way back when, well, so when did he ask me to marry him? I guess it was right out it was the 2000. Okay. Was it 2000? Yeah, 2000, Yeah. <laughs> So, it was the draft of 2000. We had just... Who did we draft that year? Mm -hmm. I don't remember. But anyway, it was the Sunday... Because the draft used to be Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. So, it was pouring down rain. And the facility used to be like a mile from my parents' house. So, Eric actually ran to my parents' house that morning to get exercise. And he... My dad was in the kitchen making coffee and my dad thought he was coming in to talk about the draft. So he's like, oh, Eric, what do you think about the guy that we just got in? Oh, and I don't remember who it was. I can't remember. I wish we could go back and see. But anyway, he, Eric was like, yeah, no, George, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. 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 You, no. Today we're doing this. and that. He's like, but I'm not here for that. And my dad was like, well, well, okay, well, it's a Sunday morning before the draft. What the heck else are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, um, I want to ask Lacey to marry me. And I have like a really small window because I have to go up to Boston to get the ring and then come back. And this was the only time I could do it. And my dad was like, huh? (laughs) just (laughs) like, like fell over. And he was like, BJ, that's my mom's name, Betty Jane. But she came running in and she, and he was, he's like, Eric wants to marry Lacey. She's like, well, yeah, (laughs) let's say, yeah, it's okay. It's good. You know? And so, That was the story. And then he had to run back in the pouring down rain shower and get ready for the, I think it was the third round that started then. So
0: stay tuned for a season of incredible guests all right here. Don't forget to subscribe and send us along to anyone you think would enjoy this podcast. New episodes drop every other Tuesday. I'll catch you next time.